Do you want to know the beauty about sports? You're never fully satisfied. Whether your team goes winless or your team takes home the title, you'll always find something to be upset about. And that's why we are forever disappointed. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of FD Forever Disappointed. Today is Friday, April 16th, coming at you guys with another episode. How's it going, Mike? How's the week been? It's going pretty good. No school today for me. Oh, no school today? Why? Charter day. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Today's Porterfest. Oh, they're doing it? Yeah. Oh, that's surprising, actually. Are you going? Nah. I was supposed to work today, but... um. Then, like, last week, or earlier this week, they said um, the leaderships, they're closing earlier, so no leaderships today. Okay. All right. The singer for today is Jake Miller. Never heard of him. Never heard of him either. The name does sound familiar, though. It does. It's weird. Um, Yeah, I don't know who that is, though. Um, That being said, quick little shout-out to uh, LaMarcus Aldridge to start the episode. Uh, Was forced into semi-early retirement, I guess. I mean, he's played for a little bit, but forced into early retirement because of an irregular heartbeat. Um, I think it's the right call, though. Yeah. Uh, The same thing almost with blood clots. Yeah, you know, you you never want to risk health, um, you know, just to play the game, even though it it is their livelihood. Um, I think it's a good call. So, respect. Uh, We wish him the best of luck in recovery i guess yeah can you recover from that is that like a thing that can be fixed um i don't think so well hopefully it's not something serious that being said uh might as well stay on the nba track uh the sixers just took the lead in the east over the nets um they beat them earlier in the week i don't remember what day it was um I, I, I don't know how to feel about this net. I, like, when we talk about this Nets team, I feel like we're talking – like, I get the same vibes as, like, the Clippers last year where, like, they, they never really – like, they never really played, like, games with their whole team. Mm-hmm. And then when they got to the playoffs, they kind of just, like, they weren't ready because they hadn't played a game with their entire team put together. Like, that's how I feel about this Nets team. Like, when it when is it going to get to the point where all three of these guys – are playing together every night. That's what I want to know. I mean, obviously the Nets, the Nets are very talented and like they could probably win the East with just two of them. But at some point it's going to catch up to them to the fact that all three of them are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sixers are playing really good basketball as much as I hate to say it. I fucking hate the Sixers. I still think they're going to choke in the playoffs personally. Yeah. Um, but I hate the Sixers to think they're terrible. Um, not a fan at all, but they are playing well. They're first in the East now, so good on them, I guess. Uh, the Heat are on a little bit of a skid. I think they've lost three in a row. Two, two. I was gonna say there's two or three. I think it's. I think it was two on the road, and we lost our last home game too. Hmm. I know we definitely lost the last two. Yeah, then we dropped three in a row, which is not good. They haven't even looked good. Like it's been like three like bad losses. Yeah. It sucked because they were playing so well once Oladipo got his stride and then he hurt his knee and now now we're back to where we were two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think if they can come out of the East with like the, the, the four or the five seed, they should be fine. But like everybody between four and six, I think, or four and seven are like really tight. So you don't want to end up on the wrong side of that and have to play like the Nets or the Sixers in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, the Lakers are still – 
playing like crap. They still don't have AD or LeBron. Um, I think AD can come back uh, relatively soon, actually, though. Yeah, I think he's about to get cleared soon, is what I saw. The question is, is can they win games with just AD back, or do they need LeBron, too? Um, we'll find out. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good analysis, Mike. That's a, that's a tough question, but we'll find out. I, I don't think that they can win with just AD. Um, I actually saw a tweet the other day where it was like, if you replaced Giannis last year with AD on the Bucks, do the Bucks win the first seed in the East? Like, uh, did the Bucks get the first seed in the East again? And I said, fuck no. Probably not. I mean, we've seen AD play by himself. Granted, it was on the Pelicans, who are terrible, but he didn't do much. Uh, actually, I think, yeah, he can lead them to a, I don't know, maybe the first seed, but he can lead them to a top seed if he was on that Bucks roster. You think so? With him, him, yeah. and, him and Chris Middleton? I don't yeah, know. I think he could have led them to I a, think AD a is, like, I think AD is one of, like, the best players in the NBA, but I think it's very hard for him to be, like, the best player on a team and have that team do, like, very well, if that makes sense. Like, I don't see him, like, like mm-hmm. leading his own team into a playoff run. There's no shade at AD. I think he's a great player, but that's just, that's just my, like, opinion. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I, th- I think I just got an update that Donovan Mitchell left the game early with an ankle injury for the Jazz, which sucks. They're playing right now? Yeah. I think it, I think it just went to halftime, actually. Damn. Yeah. Um, the other uh, – speaking of the Jazz, Dwayne Wade is officially a part owner of the Utah Jazz. Good for him. Yeah, uh, they said that they said that um, they had talked about him owning a part of the Heat uh, when he retired, but that he wasn't ready to commit at the time. Um, but that the like Mickey Harrison tweeted out that like, he's very happy for him that he found something he could uh, be invested in. So like mm-hmm. a lot of Heat fans on Twitter are, like really mad. I'm like, why? Let him let him do whatever he wants. Dan, I don't care. I don't. I don't care at all. I told you, Bird is the GM of the Pacers, and MJ owns the Hornets. Yeah. So I mean. These guys can do whatever they want after they're done playing. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about the only interesting stuff that's happened in the NBA. Um, the Hawks have been playing pretty well since the All-Star break. I think they have, like, the best record in the league. I think they just lost to the Bucs, um, but they do – they have, like – I think they're, like, 15-2, and 15-3 and three or some shit after the, uh, after the All-Star break. Damn. Luca hit a game winner the other day. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That that was a circus <laughs> shot. He literally like shot a floater falling down from the three point line, and it went in. That was crazy. Yeah, that was a that was a wild shot. Like that was a shot. I that was a shot like only Luca could hit. I feel. Um, mm-hmm. there was a his coach was actually his coach actually made me laugh. Um, after the game, they like asked him about it, and he goes, "You guys don't understand like his presence on the court. Like I owe him like thousands of dollars because he keeps betting me that he can hit half court shots in practice, and he keeps making them." <laughs> so Luca is not only a baller, but he's also a hustler. Out here hustling, yeah. his, he's out here hustling his own coach for money. Smart like he, like he doesn't have enough of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's about it for the NBA. Uh, unless you had something else, I I can't think of anything else other than that. I got nothing. 
Um, I wanted to give a quick little shout out to uh, Hideki Matsuyama. He won the Masters. I'm pretty sure he's the first ever Japanese-born player to win the Masters. So respect to him. They they saw him walking through the airport and he he had on like shorts and a t-shirt and he had just had like the green jacket like over his arm and he was just walking through like nonchalantly and everybody was like, dude, this guy just won the Masters yesterday. I saw that. So uh, good for, good for him, good for him. I know a lot of people don't watch golf, but I thought that that was a, a cool little little tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the only other sport going on at oh well, the hockey's going on, but I don't watch enough hockey to comment on. All I know is that the Panthers have lost a couple games in a row. Yeah, we dropped one to Tampa yesterday in overtime. I hate the Lightning. I hate. I hate. I don't know what I hate more: losing to the Lightning or the fact that the Lightning are good. But I don't like either. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so base, uh, baseball's going on right now. Um, it's still early in the season. So everybody's still kind of getting their, uh, their stride a little bit, but the Braves are not playing well. The Red Sox are really not playing well. How are the Cardinals doing? Yeah. 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 Baseball, baseball's so rough. Cause like your team could like go like a one, two, even three months of just like very, very poor baseball. And then they could have another two, three months where they have like the best record in that span. Yeah, baseball's so weird. Um, so I'm just hoping that the uh, that my team can figure it out and, and you know kind of flip the uh, flip the script a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but ba- baseball's hard to cover too because it's just so many teams doing playing so many games at once. Like, it's it's hard for me to follow two teams and like the series that they're playing, let alone like thirty teams. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I had for sports talk was uh, the first mock, uh, the first official NFL mock draft went out. They've had plenty of mock drafts though. They, I think this is like the first like official like mock draft one though, mm-hmm. like since like uh, the trade, like uh, people have been trading picks and stuff. Mm. Um, I do know that Trevor Lawrence went one, obviously. Uh, they had Kyle Pitts going six to the Dolphins. I remember that. Yeah, they had Trey Lance going too. Oh, they did. Okay, that's what I was about to look it up because I couldn't remember. And then they had Mac Jones going to San Francisco, so apparently they have three quarterbacks in the first three picks. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it could end if the if the Broncos are done with Drew Locke, like everybody seems to think they are. It could end up being four quarterbacks in the first four picks. Yeah, because um, they're very high on that Zach Wilson guy for some reason. I don't understand, um, like. I don't understand the, the Trey Lance pick, and I don't understand the Zach Wilson pick, but I don't get paid to be a football analyst. So, Has maybe. that ever happened where the first four picks have been quarterbacks? I don't think so. I think that's for a reason. I yeah, think it's probably. I think it's been like three quarterbacks in the first four or five picks, something like that, but I don't mm-hmm. think the first four picks have ever all gone quarterback. That seems a little excessive. Yeah. Um, a lot of people still think that the the Cowboys might make a play to move up in the draft to try and get Pitts. Interesting. Uh, yeah, the Jerry Jones is very high on him. I think the Cowboys like that'd be that'd be cool if they uh if they took him. Um, but I think the Cowboys need to go like defense. They definitely need defense first. Like they they can worry about their their offensive issues when Dak gets back on the field. Mm-hmm. 
the other thing was, oh, they uh, the the mock draft had them taking Patrick Sertan at ten. I think Patrick Sertan is so overrated. Like, I think he's the most overrated player in. I saw one mock draft a couple weeks ago where Arizona had Patrick Sertan. I I think he's that guy. That guy got exposed in the SEC championship, and people are still like like talking about him like he's the best corner in the world. And I'm like, dude, this guy couldn't cover a paper bag. Everyone has a bad game once in a while. I guess, but I mean, he he got exposed by like what are going to be NFL receivers. So like, what does that tell you about how he's going to play in the NFL? Like, I used to talk a lot of shit about Minka Fitzpatrick, but at least in college, Minka Fitzpatrick was like a lockdown corner. Like he was playing on an island every game and shutting people down. Mm-hmm. I only talk shit about him because I mean, he. I only talk shit about him because can... um, because he flipped from FSU like a week before national signing day or something. Mm. Yeah. Me and my dad used to have a joke about him. Like every time we made a good play, like, fucking Minka. And so far this first, at least on CBS sports, mm-hmm. it has Trevor, Zach, Justin, Trey Lance. Uh, See, I think, I think Mac Jones well, is better well, than how pitched to Miami. I think Mac Jones is better than Trey Lance and Zach Wilson personally, and I don't even like Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. I think I think Kyle Trask is better than all of them except for Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, but I'm biased. He's not better than Mac Jones. He definitely is. Mac Jones, you know, Mac Jones threw ninety percent of his passes last year from a clean pocket. If he get what, what team do they have Mac Jones going to the Patriots? Uh, Mac Jones to San Francisco. Okay, if you go to San Francisco, you're not getting a clean pocket. I'm sorry. Like he's going to be running for his life, and then people are going to realize it, it was a lot easier when he was standing back there and nobody was breathing on him. Hey, he has Trent Williams blocking his blind side, so that's it. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. He's also not a good quarterback, but you know. You don't think um, you don't think Garoppolo's good? I don't think he's good, but I don't think he's bad either. I think he's like an average NFL I quarterback. I don't think I don't think he's good. They have Jalen Phillips, Miami, going 14th overall to Minnesota, and they have. Do they have Tony? Do they have Tony there in the first round? I had heard like rumors that that he could get picked later in the first round. What's I don't Tony? think so. Kadarius. Oh. I don't think oh. so. Yeah, never mind. This mock draft has. Mac Jones going to the Patriots. Oh, has, yeah, Justin. Okay, so on ESPN, I've seen where they have. See, this mock draft also has the Raiders taking Devontae Smith. If the Raiders take an offensive player in the first round of this draft and it's not Kyle Pitts, like it's either Kyle Pitts or defense. That That is how that works. Yeah. I mean, no, that's true. Our defense I, is atrocious. I don't, even, I don't even know how Devontae Smith falls that far. To 17, right? I don't know. I don't like this mock draft that we're looking at. CBS needs to hire new analysts. Let me see Mel Kuyper's mock draft. Yeah. Look, why are, that's the guy who we should be looking at. Mo Kuyper, that's literally all he gets paid for. Like, I don't think he's on TV other than around draft time. At least I don't see him. Let's see. Mel Kuyper. Okay. Yeah, Mo Kuyper has Mac Jones going to. San Francisco. So that's the mock draft I'm talking about. Okay. Um, and then Mel Kuyper also has the Dolphins trading up from six to fourth with the Falcons to draft Kyle Pitts. See, uh, people will do that. The, the Falcons have been shopping that pick. 
he has he has Trevor going one, Zach going two, San Francisco going three, or Mac Jones going three, Dolphins trading picks with Atlanta to go get Kyle Pitts, Panay Sewell going to Cincinnati. Then he has the Falcons drafting Trey Lance, Jamar Chase going to Detroit. Then he has Devontae Smith going to Carolina. This makes a lot more sense. He has Justin Fields going to New England. Jalen Walter going to the Giants. Ooh, I don't know how I feel about Fields to New England. He has Patrick Sertain here going to the Eagles. He has Arizona drafting Caleb Farley from Virginia, the cornerback. And he has, in this mock draft, he has the Raiders drafting Alajah Vera Tucker, the old lineman from USC. We don't need O-line. We need defense. What are these guys thinking? He gets paid, Joey. I get it. I, I, I get it. And, like, he literally gets paid for draft analysis, but. Let's see Todd McShay. Todd McShay has the Falcons drafting Kyle Pitts and the Dolphins drafting. I want Kyle Pitts. I, I, the only thing I care about in this year's draft is if whether or not Kyle Pitts goes in the first in the first five picks. So Todd McShay's mock first first uh, six picks compared to uh, Mel Kuyper's first six picks. They both have Trevor, Zach, and Mac Jones. But then Todd McShay has the Falcons keeping their fourth pick and drafting Kyle Pitts. Then he has the Bengals drafting Jamar Chase, and he has the Dolphins drafting Devontae Smith. And then Jalen Walter going seventh, Sertain going eight, Trey Lance to the Broncos, Justin Fields to the Patriots. He has the Dolphins drafting at 16, Alajah Ray Tucker, Arizona drafting Caleb Farley. And where are the Raiders? The Raiders he has here. We have the oh, 17th he, pick. He has, yeah, he has the Dolphins and Arizona swapping picks in this draft. And then he has in this pick, in this mock draft, Todd McShay has the Raiders drafting Trevon Morig, the safety from TCU. Yeah, see what I'm talking about? Defense. Schefter gets it. That's McShay. Oh, that's McShay? Yeah. McShay Schefter gets don't do mock drafts. He doesn't? I feel like he should. Mm-hmm. He gets it then. Yeah. So those are the three. CBS Sports is on a different level. Yeah, they're they're kind of dumb. Uh, no, I was just reading like random mock drafts right now. There was like a random website one here that had Kyle Pitts going dropping all the way to like twelve. I don't know how you do that. Man, who knows? Draft anything happens on draft day. You all remember Larry Council? Who knows? He could go like number two overall. Yeah. The only thing that I think is a given in this year's draft is that Tre- Trevor Lawrence is going one. Yeah. Yeah, no, anything can happen. We've seen Laramie Tunsil yes, lower his lower his draft stock. We've seen the uh, Bears draft Trubisky at two. Oh, God. That was, oh, God. Anything can happen. On and they traded up to get him. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that is such a bad – I remember I was – I watch every first round of the NFL, like the NFL draft every year. Most of the time I, I watch – NFL fan does at least. Most of the time I watch the second round too. But I remember when they drafted Trubisky, I was sitting on the couch next to my dad, and I just looked over at him and I go, this guy played 13 games in college. Why are they taking him with the second pick? And he, his response was, I don't know. They must see something the rest of us don't. No, they didn't see anything. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. I mean, you honestly can't – like. People give Trubisky shit, but you can't give him shit. He's not the one that made the pick. Oh, yeah. He's not the one that was like, oh, I'm going to draft myself at that second pick in the draft. No, that was just poor poor bastards over there uh, for the Bears. Dude, I was reading reading the other day about this guy's, like, uh, history with quarterbacks. 
the the GM for the Bears. It's it's like Mike Glennon, Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, and now Andy Dalton. Like those are the four quarterbacks that he's either traded for, picked, or signed, and that's just terrible. Nick Foles is in Super Bowl MVP though. Yeah, but I mean, he can't stay healthy, and even when he is healthy, his better years are behind him. That man's still the Super Bowl MVP. No, I agree, but like he's also not worth $150 million. Mm-hmm. If you argue that, you're crazy. I don't care. I don't care. He won, he won. Look, he is a Super Bowl MVP. No shade whatsoever, but he won four games at the right time. It's not like he's the reason mm-hmm. they got to the playoffs. Yeah. And he, he I think he's yet to play a full season since that happened. So I mean. Yeah. That's fun. That's fair enough. So we'll see. Um, yeah, the Bears definitely need help. I don't think they should draft a quarterback <laughs> just because they need more help other than the quarterback. I think they should take like a receiver. They need weapons. Um, a receiver, a tight end, even a running back would help them. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, the Bears have so many holes to fill that it's crazy. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think that's all we had for sports talk, unless I'm missing something. I do have tomorrow night. Um, 10 p.m. starts the main card on UFC for free on ESPN with the main event being a middleweight bout between Robert Whitaker and Kevin Gastelum. Robert Whitaker's still fighting? Yep. And if Whitaker wins, high chance he gets the title shot versus Adesanya. Israel! So, the last style bender. The main card starts at 10 p.m., so that fight probably will start till 12. But it's for free on ESPN. And the whole thing is free? Yeah, it says ESPN. Usually, the other fights it'll say like pay per view, but this one. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess since there's no title fights, they're just like, here you go, guys, free fighting. Yeah. Uh, the oh, we, the other thing we were missing. Um, you said it. Uh, Jake Paul, right? Yeah. Is it Jake or is it Logan? No, it's Jake that's fighting Ben Askren. Yeah, yeah J- Jake's fighting Ben Askren, and it's sixty dollars to watch. If you buy that fight, you're either bored, or just like hilariously stupid. I'd rather watch the, the real fights between. I was gonna say I'd rather watch the UFC fights for free than pay for to pay sixty dollars to watch a pretty boy and a former fighter go at it in a boxing ring. Yeah, I don't care about that fight at all. No, I'm just gonna wait for like the highlights to like pop up on YouTube because you know somebody's gonna get knocked out. Yeah. I'll wait for the uh, I'll wait for the Logan Paul Mayweather fight. You'll watch that fight. Oh, yeah, I'll watch that fight. I'll watch anything with Floyd Mayweather. They'll actually buy that fight. Yeah, I want to see him embarrass the shit out of Logan Paul. But Logan's a nicer one, though, out of the two. I don't like either of them. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Logan was, like, in a truck throwing shit at Conor McGregor. How does that make him the nice one? That was Jake. Oh, that was Jake? He's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe Logan is the nicer one. Either way, I don't like either of them, so there's that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even pay for that fight at all. Um. All right. Cool. So we got all of that out of the way. If you buy, Wait, once again, so if you buy that you fight, rather, you're stupid. You would rather you would rather buy Mayweather versus Jake versus Logan Paul than having to have bought Steve Miocic versus Francis Ngannou. I didn't care about that fight like at all. I didn't know either of those guys, so I didn't care. Wow. That was a great. That was a great fight card. For me, for me, UFC is very like name heavy, so I'm only buying it if it's like. John Jones, Nate Diaz, Stylebender, Conor McGregor, 
Um, even like back in the day, Daniel Cormier, I'd watch a Daniel Cormier fight. Mm-hmm. I think like I'm I'm missing somebody like really good. And there's a lot of good fighters. I'll watch anything with um with uh well you like cowboy don't you there you go cowboy cerrone love him even though he got his ass kicked by conor mcgregor i'm so sad mm-hmm. um and jorge masvidal as well any of those people oh and amanda nunes amanda nunes is crazy are you gonna buy the fight next week joey she's fighting next week no i said no not her but are you gonna buy the fight next week who's fighting next week for jorge and uzman oh that's next week already yeah Ooh, i might have to i might have to oh actually if it's next week i'll be home Maybe I'll go to like Sports Girl or something to watch that. There's three title fights that night. Yeah, I might go to a bar to watch that then. See if I can convince my dad to go. Yeah. Either that or I'll call Jack and Tiny and see if they want to watch the fight. Yeah. What is it, next Sunday? Saturday. Oh, thank God. I have to be up on next Monday at like 5 a.m. Why to drive back up here or to Gainesville? No, I'm I'm I have my uh my first event for my internship and I have to be cool. there like six. When's your last week of school? Next week? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be home. I'll be home by next Saturday, I think. Damn, you lucky motherfucker. Yeah, you got you got I'll be waiting for you, bitch. Yeah, usually it's the other way around. It's true. We talked about this last week though. Yeah. I remember having to wait for you to go home so we can watch uh Endgame. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. That was actually, that's a great story, actually. That was like the longest week of waiting. I'll tell that story at the end of this episode because it's actually a really good story. That was a, long, that was a long week of waiting to for you to come home just so we can finally watch Endgame. Let me let me write that down. Endgame story. All right. That story's gonna get told at the end of this episode because I actually like that story a lot. Yeah. Um that being said, go ahead and move on to player of the week. Uh I'll go first. Screw it. I, I actually I actually wanted to say this one. Um, my player of the week, I'm pretty sure I've named him player of the week before, but goes to Steph Curry, the greatest shooter of all time. I got a list of like accomplishments that this man has pulled off this week. He has now had nine straight 30-plus point games, and I think he if he gets to 10, he'll tie Kobe for the most for a player over the age of 31 or something like that. LeBron doesn't have that record? No. It's crazy, actually. <clears throat> That's interesting. Um, right? And then in the last three games, he has 29 made three-pointers. Quick math, that's almost 10 threes a game. Mm -hmm. And this week, he also became the Warriors' all-time leading scorer. Yep. Boom. Player of the week. Yeah, he passed Will. It was Will. I I couldn't remember who who he had passed. For some reason, I thought it was Chris Mullins. No, it was Will Chamberlain. The other day I saw where he shot, where he shot like ninety two like ninety two percent on true shooting the other day. Really? Yeah, he had ninety two percent true shooting efficiency the other day. Yeah, he's Steph Curry's an animal. Uh, but yeah, he's my player of the week. Um, and I think it's uh well deserved. That being said, I will go ahead and kick it over to you. <clears throat> so, um, my player of the week. I had two players accomplish this feat, so I'll shout out the first one, but I couldn't get his stats up, so I'm going to call the other one player of the week. But Joe Musgrave for the Padres threw a no-hitter for the Padres last week, and he's actually – he grew up a Padres fan, so good for him. But – and the other one where I have the stat too that's my player of the week is Carlos Rodon for the White Sox. He, they won 8-0 versus the Indians the other day – versus the Indians the other day. Uh, he threw a no-hitter as well. He was two outs away from a perfect game, but he finished uh, – Complete game, no hitter, 
Um, and he Damn, what happened? They He walked somebody? I don't know, because I didn't see in the scorecard it said it hit, so he might have been like an error or something like that. Oh, you know what? You know what I think it was? I saw a meme on Instagram, and I didn't understand what it meant, but it was it said uh, Rondon's uh, Rondon's no or perfect game bid, and then it said somebody's elbow. Nope. So I think he might have hit somebody in the ninth. Mm, okay. Yeah. Either way, he still finished with seven strikeouts and in nine innings, so that's pretty good to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, whenever somebody throws a complete game in the MLB, it's, to me, it's like one of the most impressive things in the world. Yeah. yeah. Seven strikeouts. Uh, no runs allowed. I guess one walk. Two outs away from perfection, but you can take a no-hitter as well. Yeah, good for yeah. him. I like Carlos it. Rodon. Carlos Rodon and Joe Musgrave. Joe Musgrave's a good shout-out. And Carlos Rodon, my player of the week. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I've had two White Sox, Sox player of the week so far. Michael's a secret White Sox fan. I had Mercedes the other day. Or I had Mercedes last week. Because he started Rodon. the season 9-9. Nine and, nine, and now I have Rodon. Look at you. Simping for mm-hmm. the Simping for the Sox. If I had to choose one Chicago team, I'd rather choose the White Sox than the Cubbies. Oh, yeah. We all know you hate the Cubs, Michael. Yes, I do. Um, well, go ahead. Keep on rolling. You, you get to go first for highs and lows. So, just so keep going. Okay. My lows, the first one, the Florida Panthers on a little rough skid right now. <clears throat> um, St. Louis, also another rough skid. A lot of inconsistent play. Oh, but Yadier Molina did. Reach accomplish a feat the other day. I saw that. That was actually really cool. Two thousand games, two thousand games caught. I forgot how many catches have done it. But no, he's, he's, the, he's fir- the first one. He's the first one to do it with one team. But he's like, yeah, he's like nine overall to at least catch like two thousand games. But he's the first to do it with once with one team. That's actually like really impressive. Yeah, I I legitimately couldn't think of like anybody who was close. I would. Yeah. I thought maybe like Yogi Berra might have been close. I guess not. Yeah, Yadier Molina, first ballot Hall of Famer. If anyone says otherwise, they are clowns. Uh, another low. I am officially out of flex dollars here at Ju. So Damn. I've been, I've been having to pay everything with card. Damn. With my actual card. Yeah. You still have swipes though, right? Huh? Yeah, I have those meal swipes. Oh, so just go to the calf, you loser. The calf never has anything, though. What? They never have food? Isn't that kind of their job? It's not good food, Jay. Oh, uh, you're just... Now, now you're being picky. You know, if you're hungry enough, it doesn't matter what the food is. Joey, you live here for one week, and you can... I'll see who's talking. I'll see who's talking then after one week. Michael, I'll eat anything, but you know that. Okay. Except Chipotle. Yeah, it's a Chipotle's ass. Okay, so you don't eat anything. Just go. We're not uh, this argument. Now my highs, as I mentioned earlier to start off the episode. Today is Charter Day. So for Charter Day, it's JU's like founding day, like their birthday. So it's always on a Friday. So we get the day off for school. We do like a little start, like the students have to do a little service early in the morning, so we did that. And then at nighttime, it's Porterfest, so we have like a concert. And it's always fun, but unfortunately, I did not, I'm not going tonight. I mentioned earlier, I, suppose, I was scheduled for work. And then the other day, they said, 
um, closed their lease, so my shift is no longer available in that time. All the all the spots are taken because for COVID, they're doing like little like pod pod groups of like four to six people in like specific number of pods. So I was just didn't have time for that. Interesting. But anyway, I'll take the day off. That's still fun. No class, and then oh, because yeah. of, because of that, I went to Fuji for the first time this semester. How was that? The last time I went was last semester. It was good. I stuck to my uh, rice and chicken. And I ordered one thing of sushi, but it was cold, so I didn't eat it. Interesting. Because the one I get, it's cooked. It's not raw sushi. Okay. So they actually yeah. It was cold, though? I thought they were spitting out food there like crazy. Yeah, no, it was cold when I had it. So I didn't finish it, but they never Damn. charged me for it. Oh, they didn't? I was about to say they charge you. They were gonna charge you for it then. Yeah, no, they didn't charge me for it. But yeah, that's my highs and lows for the week. Cool, cool, cool. All right, my turn. Um, lows. First low. You guys might see this now, since you watch videos, but I got a haircut. It's a low because it took me 16 months to grow my hair to the length that it was before. If you can ask Michael, he's known me my whole life. That's probably the longest my hair's ever been, right? I think so. Um, Wait, so why did you cut it then? I wanted to look professional for my internship. I wanted to make a good impression. So, Are you shaving the beard too, or are you just going to keep it trimmed? I don't know, man. If I get there and they say they don't like it, I'll shave it. it for me, shaving is not like a problem. It's just work that I'd rather not do. Mm-hmm. So I'll just let my face, like the, the the hair on my face, grow as long as possible, and then like once it gets like really bushy and like itchy and like it gets like hot and stuff, like then I'll shave it off. Yeah, but it's just like something Wait, so I'd rather when avoid. You, when do you start again? The twenty sixth. And where is it at? The first event is in Davie. Ooh. Yeah, it's a golf tournament. Nice. Yeah, I'm interested. Sounds like fun. So, you know what you have to do already or not? No, no. The guy said we're gonna be. He's gonna be in touch um, this week, so I'll figure out. But I, I know I have to help them set it up. That's why I have to get there so early. Um, but I'm assuming they're just gonna tell me what I'm gonna do when I get there. Yeah. Um, second low, like Michael, my teams are also on a skid. The Heat have dropped three in a row, and the Red Sox couldn't win a game if you paid them to. Uh, our pitching is atrocious, and yeah, it's tough out here. It's tough being a sports fan right now, mm-hmm. except for Florida. Florida, ba- Florida baseball walked it off against FSU. So nice. Yeah, so we're happy about that. Um, and then the biggest low of the week is it's not happening this week, but it will happen next week. Um, two of my three roommates are leaving for good, never coming back. It's rough. When's their graduation? Uh, May 1st and May 2nd, but I won't be here. So I have to say my goodbyes next week. Oh, it's tough. It's very tough. Um, I've lived, so I've lived with PJ for three years and Cam, I have only roomed with her two years, but our, his fresh or my freshman year, I'm sorry. Um, he lived across the, like across the hall from us basically. And he was, he literally cooked, did his homework and like all of his laundry at our apartment. So I say I lived with Cam for three years too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's me, me and Steve, we're talking about it next year is going to be weird without those two men. Um, they're kind of like the, the calming heads around here. So it's yeah. definitely going to be sad. I told Cam, I was like, damn, like, we're going to have to have like a, a good bikes. I don't know when the next time I'll see you is. Cause he's going, he starts a uh, PT school in the summer. 
he doesn't get a break. Damn. Yeah, it's rough. Um, so uh, I think we're planning like a trip in the summer though. So hopefully, we'll get the uh, the details on that too. Uh, but yeah, okay. the roomies are leaving. Big well, sad. At least PJ's a cousin, so you will see. That's what we said. I was like, at least PJ's family. That that's why I'm like more worried about Cam. Yeah. But um, no, we were talking about like he's living by himself in Orlando, so he's like, oh yeah, you guys can come and visit like whenever you want. I was like, oh, I will definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's the that's my lows. My highs. Uh, I told Michael before the show started, but I got a C in finance. Whoop whoop. There, there we go. Let's go. And for those of you out there saying to yourself, a C is nothing to celebrate about. You've never taken finance. Um, my second high, I only have a week of school left. Let's go. Summer, nice. summer, here I come. South Florida, here I come. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually very excited. This, this semester has been really weird. It's felt really fast and really slow at the same time. Yeah, no, it's gone by fast for me, honestly. It would, it's like, like the weeks go by fast, but the days go by slow, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then, like I said before, my last high is my internship starts a week from Monday. So I'm excited for that. So excited to get to work and, you know, meet some cool people and basically do whatever they told me to. When you start, is it every day you have to go in or just whenever they have events? I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't been told yet. That's why, uh, that's what I'm actually most interested to find out. Like, I don't care if I have to work every day. I just want to know if I have to work every day. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be like a two to three day a week type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because other than like the football camps, I mean, most of it's just going to be like planning and setting up events and I doubt they're going to have week long events. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, it all remains to be seen. You guys will get more details when I get more details. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that is my uh, my highs and lows. Nice. Um, what uh, what's the uh, what's the next segment we have for today, Mikey? The next segment we haven't done in a in a while, I'd say, is just the random fact of the day. Oh yeah, I like that one. Um. All right, I guess I'll go. Uh, I actually had it down to two facts, so I'm going to say both of them, but I'll say the one that I actually picked first. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain never fouled out of a game in his NBA career. That's that's impressive. That's I mean, for being a center and for playing as long as he played, I mean, that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Really, if you like really think about it. Um, and then the uh, the honorable mention uh, fact of the day was in 1972, the Dallas Cowboys became the first NFL franchise to hire a professional cheerleading squad. So you guys can thank the Cowboys I mean, or cheerleaders. I would consider that a fact, but at the same time, like I'm not surprised just because I know like the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders like the big one. Like, yeah, big I agree. There. Like it makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I just thought that that was really cool. No, yeah, I get you. Uh, but yeah, with that, uh, go ahead, Mike. So my random fact of the day before I do the honorable mention is that University of Miami, the football team, like the football program, they had at one point 149 regular season weeks of the NFL where a former Kane scored a touchdown. That's wild. Like that's actually crazy if you if very, you really think about it. That's that's very impressive. 149 weeks where at least one Kane scored a touchdown. That's just regular season though, not not playoffs. Regular season. 
It's really impressive. And then my honorable mention here is that in 1963, Hall of Fame pitcher Gaylord Perry said, they'll put a man on the moon before I hit a home run. And on July 20, 1969, so six years later, after, a few hours after Neil Armstrong set foot on the moon, Perry went on to hit his first and only home run. Time travel. Yeah. That's some Simpsons time travel shit right there. That's pretty impressive, though. That's really impressive. Like, to actually call it out like that? They'll put a man on the moon. Imagine if Twitter was a thing back then. Yeah. You'd have, like, a, you'd have like a billion likes. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a billion people on Twitter? Oh, yeah, I'd say so. Do you think it's possible to get a billion? I think it's, like, impossible to get a billion likes. I think it's possible. I don't know if it's been done, but... Oh, I, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna look that up right now. I want to see what the the most likes on a, on a tweet is. I don't think it's one billion. It's been most likes ever on a tweet of all time. This is actually this is completely off topic, but I'm picking. Uh, uh, list of most liked tweets. I don't think that's. I don't think seven point four million. That doesn't seem like that much. Uh, that's a lot. Search how many Twitter users there are. Hold on. I don't trust Wikipedia. I was taught never to trust Wikipedia. Yeah, that's what school always told me to. Um, school yeah, said, oh, it is. 7.4 million. Interesting. I thought it'd be more than that. School said always use a website that says org, but that's not Wikipedia. How many... Twitter users in the world. There are uh, 330 million as of the first quarter of 2019. Interesting. Interesting. It's a, it's a lot of people. Not as many as I thought, but it's a lot of people. Yeah. I thought um, there would be a billion. I'm sorry. We went on a little Twitter skit there. Uh, that being said, our next segment uh, is a, another one we haven't done in a little bit, a little bit of salty and sweet action. Uh, Michael, I'll let you go first. My salty and sweet is Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. So they have their third fight of the trilogy set for UFC 264. Go, Conor! And we all know after this, the second fight that Poirier beat Conor. Yeah, that was, that was rough. So they had a respect for each other, and Connor said he would donate five hundred. I think it was five hundred thousand to Poirier's um, charity. And then earlier this week, Poirier called out uh, McGregor for not paying up like he promised. And then they went back and forth, and McGregor basically said that his company never hit back his Connor's management team, so that's why they never paid up. And then they kept going back and forth, back and forth. And then eventually, Connor said. Um, you apologize right now or the fight's off. And then the very next day, Poirier put on Twitter or he posted on social media apologizing, saying that he shouldn't have called him out like that over social media. Yeah, shut him up. And now the fight's officially signed. So, Oh, it, it's a, it, they haven't done like the, uh, the press conferences and shit yet though, right? Cause... No, not yet. That's later on. I, I love nothing more than when they put a microphone in Con- Conor McGregor's hand. Yeah. I want to take this time to apologize to absolutely nobody. Oh, but that's when he won the belt, though. 
No, I know, but uh, what? Okay, well, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, good old Connor. A- anytime you put a camera in front of Connor McGregor, it's good entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he beats Dustin Poirier, but Poirier kind of dominated him in their last fight. Poirier's good, man. No, I know, and I feel like the first time they fought, he was like really young, so like you didn't like see like the uh, the full on Poirier. So it's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be an interesting fight. I'm going for Connor, but if you ask me who I was betting on, I'd probably bet on Dustin. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. My salty and sweet, so I'll give it to you, Joey. Cool, cool. Um, my salty and sweet is uh KD and Sixers fans. So like we said earlier in the show, uh KD. Uh, or I'm sorry, the Nets played the Sixers the other day, but Katie and Harden did not play. And while Joel Embiid, or no, it wasn't Joel Embiid. No, it wasn't. It was it was when the Nets were shooting free throws. When the Nets were shooting free throws, um, a chant started call uh, uh, in the Sixers arena saying "fuck KD," which I thought was hilarious. One because he wasn't playing. And two, because when they they panned the camera over to him, he was just smiling um, and clapping. So mm-hmm. it didn't seem to bother him, um, but uh, the Sixers fans obviously do not in, like KD, so that's the salty part of it. Uh, the sweet part of it is that, is that the Sixers actually won the game, and KD didn't care. So either way, the chant was just comedy. Yeah. Um, Damn, KD's been in a lot of stuff this week because um, KD and Shannon Sharp went at it. Yeah, Shannon Sharp blocked him on Twitter. What a bitch. Yeah. I forgot exactly what it started, but I guess it was like a fake tweet from KD that Shannon thought was real. Yeah, Shannon needs to do better on his research. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it was funny because uh, like KD, KD like said something and Shannon Sharp was like, no, we're not going to beef over Twitter like children. And KD was like, why not? And then Shannon Sharp just blocked him. Yeah. Shannon, Shannon did not want the smoke. Not only is he now running from Skip Bayless, but he's running from Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, why beef over social media? I don't think KD was trying to beef. I think he was just trying to get his point across, and Shannon was just like, nope. That's true. They should have him on the show. Like, they should have Skip take, like, a personal day and just have KD and Shannon on the show. Talk it out like grown men. Kevin and and Shannon. Uh, But, yeah, so that's my salty and sweet. Um, Since that is the uh, last... The last segment we have planned today, I'll give you guys uh, my little Endgame story. So when Endgame was announced, whatever year that happened to be, me and Michael both agreed that we would watch the movie together. I think it was fresh. Yeah, freshman year. It was freshman year. Last year was. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, our freshman year of college, me and Michael agreed that, well, it it was announced like a year before it came out. So it was actually probably announced like going into freshman year. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So by the end of freshman year, um, the movie had already come out and the movie was out for, I think, a week. And I was still in school and Michael had already gone home and Michael was sitting at home waiting for me like the good friend that he is. So that the the day that I had decided to drive home and like my semester had ended, I literally did not go home. I drove and I went to the movie theater by my house and Michael was there waiting for me. And we watched Endgame at like 3.30 in the afternoon. Um, I think we were the, it was either us and like two other people or we were the only ones there in that yeah. theater. But um, yeah. It was weekday, so it was empty. Yeah. So, uh, and then when the movie ended, me and Michael stood up and clapped. Yes, we were those people. I don't care. That was one of the cinematic masterpieces of my life. 
Um, but yeah, me, me and Michael had to go an entire week without, uh, without hearing any like spoilers about the movie. So it was actually like really hard. Yeah. Like, I think, I, I think we, we, we both deleted Twitter for like a week, right? I don't think I deleted it, but I just stayed off. I think I just like stayed off of it. Either way, it was, it was so hard to like avoid like spoilers. Like my roommate had saw it and I was like, yo, stay the fuck away from me. Like, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my little my little end game story. Yeah. Uh, but with with that being said, um, we hope that you guys are just as disappointed in Sixers fans as we are. And the uh, so called mock draft analyst. Yeah, those guys are terrible. People yeah. are people are getting paid to make these lists. They need to stop paying them. And we'll see how accurate it ends up being. I feel like honestly, the NFL GMs just listen to what the mock drafts experts say. And, and like, all right. They just, say we should draft this guy. Let's go draft this guy. Yeah, just so they can, like, save face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, you make your mock drafts, and your last one, I'll, and one of those mock drafts you make, I'll draft someone in those mock drafts. There you go. But uh, we hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, Michael, anything to add on top of that? Um, wear your masks, and yeah. All right, cool. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Take care, guys.